the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Lots of folks out here at the nursery today. And there's, uh, besides uh, doing gardening, lots of folks out here. And what are they doing? They're giving blood. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center is here today until 1.30. And we want to encourage you to come on out and donate blood. Uh, even if for some reason you can't give blood, um, they uh, will, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process to, to find out. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, of course, has nice gifts for you uh, as well when you, when you give blood. But I want to emphasize this. Yeah, they just throw you out on the ground if you don't give blood. <laughs> that's, that's not, not true? That's not true anymore. No. They just throw you out of the, on the ground if you keep complaining about the cookies. No. Yeah. If you raise a fuss, if you're out there picketing in front of it. You know, we want home-baked. We want home-baked. Just like the old days, you know. What do we want? Home-baked cookies. When do we want them now? Oh, Calvin was stirring up the place. It was terrible. They finally just threw him off the vehicle. Um, but uh, this is uh, one of those times where your blood is always important to have. So donations are always important. Uh, we tend to do our quarterly blood drives uh around holidays and in the summer and and that's because like right now folks are thinking about back to school they're thinking about those last vacation days and so consequently donations go down not because the need goes down not because people aren't concerned but because they um just slips people's minds they've got other things so make this a little priority bump it up there you know you're a blood donor or maybe if you haven't yet this is a good way to do it and just come on out and uh, visit with Millburger. Spend a little time. Doesn't take that long. And uh, donate blood today. It's a good day to do it. You get some nice thank you gifts for doing it. So uh, we'll tell you more if you want more information. But uh, otherwise, just come on out to the nursery at 1604 on Bull Road and donate blood today. So even if you. A, what's even, a good day to donate blood? Any day. Oh, okay. Even if you have. Uh, but today especially. If you, you know, if you're old like Jerry and I, you t- probably take a lot of. Uh, medications and sometimes that will make it I like how I just threw you under the bus like that yeah, <laughs> yeah well it may not be eligible but it, you know, it's a good good to go through the process and determine that because if you can give blood so much the better but also if you if you know the, your situation and then if some i just brought the home to me that our neighborhood went through a series of uh, people being getting very ill and passing away, you know, and there was a high demand for blood, and everybody's trying to mobilize. And if you know, 
your situation, whether you be useful in terms of blood, that's that's important. <laughs> and uh, it's also just it also helps you uh, reassess your um, medications too to see if those are are those, if they bring up to your attention that that's uh, one of those that you. Uh, can't give blood with, then then you can uh, do some exploration because there's a lot of options out there. And by the way, one of the things they suggest too. Can you is, tell I just got rejected? I can. Yeah. I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, got my ten dollar gift certificate. Okay, I, uh, <laughs> but I had an appointment early. Oh, good. The, did you? Did you do the appointment method? You went online and I ca- I called them up. Oh, you called them. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I thought you had to go online. That's very cool. Uh huh. Uh, but what I'm going to suggest, too, is that you, and the $10 gift certificate makes it worth your while, and that is don't think about the fact, well, I take so-and-so or I take such-and-such. Let them tell you. Come on out and uh, don't judge on your own. Uh, if you want to give blood, just come on out. And... But you do have to have your record. You, you have to. Oh, absolutely. No, but I don't want people thinking, well, I, I take this, and they probably don't want my oh, blood. Yeah, Let that's... them tell you that, yeah, that that's fine. You'd be surprised. I think that's one of the biggest frustrations is the amount. That's, that's of people consistent think that, with what I'm saying, yeah. is that you, even though you take a lot of medications, you probably are not uh, limited from giving blood. Yeah, you make it sound like poor Jerry rattles when he walks. There's a little bit of... <laughs> All I can med- say is when I go up to the door to go in... <laughs> you hear the lot. They throw the $10, $10 coupon out the window. <laughs> it's, never mind, buddy. You just know. We can don't, smell, bo- don't bother. We can smell your medications coming up the driveway. Just just thank you. I would, no I would love these people to bring their medications into the doctor. Yeah. And uh, I, I have to bring mine in a H-E-B paper bag. <laughs> You've got your briefcase full yeah, of Yeah, briefcase. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. I hate to break into your medical part of the show. But, yes. <laughs> but you know what's, what tomato varieties are available. Are today. they sitting on the porch with us? There, There's two of them on the porch, but there's a whole... Lots of them out there on the, in front of us on the counters, the uh, Roma Surprise and the Surefire, they both they both look really well, well good, mm-hmm. quart size containers, and ready for the garden. It's about a week ahead of when we thought they might. Yes, show. they're here. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, get them in there. This feels like a, uh, a cool sp- cool spell. You know, it's only going to get mm-hmm. up to ninety five there. <laughs> Uh, and, I, and it's a little drier too, I think. But yeah. uh, although the uh, there's some limited chance of rain, it's a uh, rain in the forecast low. I don't know, can't remember what percentage. I'll have to go talk to the city to see what they say. Considering they, once again, you got rain on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Tuesday night, or when, what day was it? Three got a bunch of rain. Yeah, three tenths of an inch I got, but it was. Uh, by that afternoon. Very isolated. Yeah, yeah I, it was over by our, our work, and then I asked other people, which was which was disappointing. It's like, no, I'm not a drop. And that's always frustrating for people. But, again, that counts as far as the uh, Sinisa Club. Uh, the meeting was canceled again. We were going to have it last Tuesday evening. Because of the rain? Because of the rain, yeah. And, uh, I think we would have known. But, you know, what are you going to do? All right, 210-308-8867. I'm 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 seeing on your face. Hey, you maybe get tired of Sinisa talk. No, no. Oh, okay. it can't be. I wrote, wrote about it in the paper. Did today. you? Yeah. Is that your article? Yeah, I didn't well, see that. it was less. 
was more Sinise's horticulture uh, selection than. Yeah, than, uh, I didn't. I didn't see the rain part. I, no, I, I was, glanced over it, but I didn't see. The I rain. may have may have mentioned it, but just barely. Uh-huh. Oh, I, no, I did a whole big paragraph, and they edited it out. Is that right? Well, <laughs> you know, the non-believers will do that. Uh, that picture that they've got in there. Ooh, man, look at that. Is that by Jerry That's, Parsons? Is that by you? It says, courtesy of Texas A&M. No. But it's mine. Is That's a beautiful picture. What, what is that? No, I know it's a Sinisa. Lowry. Which, which variety? Lowry. Is it Lowry? Okay. Yeah. That's the one I saw at the Botanical Garden. Oh, really? Up on that, up on that you hill know, on that the, I thought it was an azalea. Oh, man. And I saw it, and That's I thought great. it was blue. And then I've got, you know, I bought a couple of them here from Millburgers, and the bloom is more, more pinky lavender than yeah. I so just a richer, imagine. But oh. you know, I think the combination of that soft foliage mm-hmm. and this, and the certain like make can make it look uh, blue. Yeah. Whatever, whatever color it looks like to you, it's just so it's just a well, I'm great glad, impact. Yeah. I'm glad they put that in color because uh, otherwise, yeah, you, you it would look just like the regular one, in black and white. That yeah, would be but disappointing. It, it's definitely blue. Now you see that picture in the Express News. And I didn't see it till now. That's 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 striking. Yeah. Those folks at Texas A Texas A and M they take good pictures. They take good pictures. Yeah. And if you look. They got the regular color in the background. Oh, do they really? See, that that's the, the oh, standard. Oh, look at that. Wow. I study pictures from Texas a and <laughs> Well, you would... It's I'll, like you, like you, they're you, your, were your own. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you would never, uh, never guess that one of, our, one of my readers reacted to my declaration that the deer don't eat lantana. Uh-oh. And she, she sent me a bunch of pictures where the deer <laughs> eating her. Eating her to the ground. No. No, she just, they just browsed on her blooms. Yeah, yeah, they read the blooms. And uh, that's what I, I kind of said. I would I'd give them a little test. She said she she did the uh, oh the liquid fence the, um, program, you know, to get, get, yeah. get them through there. But they're. She says she said they're still nibbling at it, but uh, you can see that the, redu- the size is reduced a little bit, but not much. Yeah. So I I kind of predicted that, that they'll get to the point where they won't be browsing. Yeah, probably not. Did she say that the liquid fence didn't work? She implied that I didn't. Uh, you know, it was just a one sentence long. We've, and, we've never heard of liquid fence not working. Yeah, that. That that's one of those. If if she called, which she may do, that's one of those where where we would use our detective yeah. effort and say, well, did you do it this way or that way or that kind of. I did a little of that on the uh, email response. Well, if you uh, sent Calvin an email saying that uh, the, liquid, the, the, the lantana, the lantana, give us a call. We'll do some detective work and. And I mentioned Sinise wasn't eaten by. Oh dear, also. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, I mentioned that uh, if you just go west of town, it's not looked at with high regard. It's uh, looked on as a as a weed, a pasture oh, weed yeah. that not even the deer will, will oh, eat. Oh, really? Let right. alone the cows. They won't browse. Huh. That's funny. I don't know. I like it. It's awfully pretty. And I think it's on sale. 
Uh, we'll have got, to, we'll, we'll got lots of choices. I tried to mention some of the selections, but there are lots of selections. We'll have to uh, we'll talk to Trace about that when he comes up. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? I'm trying to think of uh, uh, in the gardening world. Um, that's blooming the roses. Gosh, it's it's sort of nice, and I don't know. So my Belinda's dream is blooming up very small blooms and then i don't know if they're burning after they bloom or whether there was something on them like thrips uh initially but they're the edges are all browning now yeah, i get the same oh good okay impact. uh that little three tenths of an inch rain that i got really kind of kicked them it's funny mm. you know just a couple of days after the rain they they start putting those uh, blooms out again Hey, I just got my August newsletter. What? Look who's on the front page. Hey. Do you know who that is? I'm trying to double check. That's Mr. Moy. Oh, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> Dr. Moy. I've never seen him. Oh, I have seen him. That one time that I scared you to death, I saw him on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you had to be here for that. Sorry. That's a, that's another one of those uh, A&M pictures there. Oh, is it another A&M yeah. picture? I mean, well, what is, Mr. Moore was very selective who he let to take his picture. What is he in? It looks it's like Satsumas. Oh, wow. That is that is in the backyard of where all the uh, orange frost and lemon frost and all those were, were bred and, and came from. Very cool. And that, that was one of his hybrids that he was sitting in. So uh, I wanted to, that's probably the best close-up picture I've ever, I, I got of Mr. Moore because he, he didn't. When you flashed it like the first it. time, I he, thought he, it was he didn't like balloons. balloons. Yeah, yeah, it looked like balloons. <laughs> I thought maybe he was at a party or something. No, he didn't like pictures. And uh, Paul Cox used to say that I was the only one he let take pictures of. So uh, uh, he he knew we were comrades in uh, in Chang in uh, Satsumas. We both like Satsumas. He he grew, he grew them, of course, in his in his native China, and uh, then brought, I think he brought them to California. Uh, he he worked out there for a while. But anyway, he that's that's good to see him on the front page there. Bring back old memories. Hey, 210-308-8867. You can go to millburgernursery.com or plantanswers.com to get your newsletter. It can be sent to you digitally. It can be mailed to you. Or uh, you can come over to the nursery and pick up your copies. And uh, even if you don't do, I know we have some listeners who don't do Internet. Uh, so uh, you can call the nursery at 497 37 Six zero uh, to uh, get a copy of it. They'll put you on the list and take care of you, so you don't even have to be on the World Wide Web uh, to do it. If you are on the World Wide Web and you go to MillbergerNursery.com, you will see the things that are on sale this week, including uh, uh, Gold Star Esperanza on sale, uh, Theralis is on sale, Duranta uh, is on sale here. Uh, Mexican Bird of Paradise. We've got Sinisa. It is on sale, fourteen eighty-eight, in the three and five gallon containers. That's almost that's a little more than ten dollars off. 
And perennials in front of us are on sale in the one-gallon container for just three eighty-eight. So all those deer-resistant lantana uh, are on sale for three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. Um, we ought to are those what are those uh, milkweeds and uh, are those on sale too? Where I don't know. And the uh, porterweeds, all the, the perennials. Are they in one-gallon containers and they're perennials? Yeah, yeah, they look like We'll, it. we'll yeah. confirm it, but I would presume so. Do you like the porterweed? Yes, I, I do. Especially, I, I like surprising. The, there's a few of the the dwarf reds. That, that's the one that I, Jerry and I had discussed last weekend. That is it's my favorite, and uh, it's the one that uh, has the most constant bloom. It's at least in my experience. In the landscape, very attractive. Hey, we got Scrubby on the line at 210 308 8867. Hey there, Scrubby. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, you sound like the guy I just talked to. Uh, look here, uh, uh, you were talking last week about uh, uh, hemp, marijuana, and what have you. Who uh, was Milton? Uh, was? No, it wasn't me. It wasn't you, no, Milton? It was a listener. No, no, oh. no, no. You want me to refresh your memory? Uh, you may you may have to. No, I, we, he was talking about it for prairie cooling conservation. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he was trying to, the fellow that called in was trying to uh, uh, find something that would naturally recover the prairie that we've uh, deep plowed uh, over these centuries. And uh, it was, uh, I think it was a, a legitimate question, but you guys seemed to think it was, uh, you chuckled or whatever. Um, but I want to tell you something about hemp. Hemp grows all over the place up there. And yeah, Jerry said marijuana, that. Hemp and marijuana are the same thing. The only thing different than hemp and marijuana is that hemp is grown for the seeds and the fiber and uh, marijuana, they uh, stop it. Uh, they do the uh, GMO on it and make sure that it doesn't make seeds. And then it has higher THC content. But hemp was one of the biggest. It was as big as cotton or bigger until about 1910 when steam engines took over sail ships. You could uh, check that, too. So uh, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was nicotine. Couldn't you? Uh, uh, I've used for uh, years. I used nicotine uh, for uh, spider mites and uh, like that. You can take a couple of unfiltered cigarettes and put them in a t-ball in a quart of water, and the next day spray anything you want to. And there won't be any uh, spider mites that can't live there. Huh. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the, old, the old-timers back in back in the early 1900s used to use uh, nicotine sulfate. And they also used the uh, nicotine for poisoning victims in my in those murder mysteries I, oh, I read. Uh, I was wondering where he was going with that. Yeah. Because... Yeah. <laughs> Another one of those native, uh, native plant, plant or native plant materials or organic control controls. But, uh, I don't think they sell well, nicotine sulfate anymore, do they? Tracy, no, all you got. No. What I use is a couple of uh, unfiltered cigarettes 
and a T-ball and a quart of water. Okay. That's enough to, that's enough to do uh, six tomato plants for six weeks. You put uh, two unfiltered uh, cigarettes in what? How much water? A quart of water. A quart of water, okay. And let it and set her- a couple, couple of days. And then uh, put it in a little spritzer bottle. And, yeah. uh, and do it before. I'm- you have to do it before you see them. You have to know that they're going to be there. Yeah. Oh, so, like... I'm not entirely comfortable recommending. Oh, you're. I don't talking about that. Oh, okay. I'm worried about the poor plants getting addicted. <laughs> oh. Uh, hey, Scrubby, you had an okra question too, I think. Uh, yeah, okra is uh, is uh, similar to uh, uh, a lot of the other things that are susceptible to uh, ants, you know. And uh, right. if if you don't get rid of them ants. You don't have any blooms, and you don't have any okra. Right. You you have you, bloom it, buds, but they they damage the blooms so that they won't open. The blooms won't open, and they won't produce fruit. But it's a degree thing. I mean, you can you can have fire ants, some fire ant action, and not lose yeah. well, their entire yeah. crop. You'll find yeah. Yeah. You'll, some some you'll find just aphids, keep on aphids going. Aphids on there too. You'll find aphids too, but the aphids. Uh, they don't uh, deform the uh, the fruit like the, right. uh, like ants. Right, do. right. And the ants they resist you picking them too. I've had them bite me. No, <laughs> they, <laughs> they didn't want you taking their home. <laughs> Look, you guys, you know, y'all got an. I gave you enough to talk about. All right, I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen tomorrow too. Okay, Scrubby, <laughs> we'll talk to you then. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Trace is up here, but we got to take a quick break. So we'll come back. And can you hang for a minute? I can. All right. We're back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want you to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday. I want you to come out and donate blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. It's a quarterly blood drive. Millburgers does this once a quarter. And here's something that you may not know. Every summer, blood supplies get low for one reason. Folks forget to give. Other things come up and they've got vacation or kids are doing something at summer camp. And, well, they just forget to give blood. So I want you to remember to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday between 10 o'clock and 1.30 and donate to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. To make it even easier, Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate to the nursery just for going through the process. So if for some reason you're unable to give blood, you still get a nice thank you gift from Millburgers. And, of course, when you give blood, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you, too. But most importantly, you're helping your South Texas neighbors. So come on out to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and support the blood drive this Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. A 
single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel over a mile, carrying a world of trouble. It can land, ignite, and destroy your home and community. You can't control where that ember will land. Only what happens before it does. With simple things like clearing areas around buildings, knowing community safe zones, and being prepared for wildfires, you could keep this from turning into this. Your home is better protected from wildfire when your whole community is prepared. Visit fireadapted.org for more tips on how to get started adapting your home and community to wildfires. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were we're small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans. But in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency. And 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., the answer, Milton Brick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, so we got the blood drive going on right now. Right. I'm assuming you've talked about that a couple yes, of two or three times, but uh, it's important that people donate, and uh, Millburgers is giving out a $10 gift certificate. Uh, for everybody who tries to donate, and uh, so even Calvin, even Calvin, we want to encourage as many people to come out as possible, and they're here f- till one thirty. One thirty, yep. And um, if you get here, but before one thirty, they'll they'll uh, finish with you, work with you. Yeah, you bet. And they've so. got chairs out there in the shade. Yes, yeah. we do. So it's and they got lots of chairs. There were, yeah, there were several people too, sitting yeah. Oh, outside, inside too. Well, yeah, you know, it always surprises me how many folks can comfortably sit inside there. And yeah. They go, go through the paperwork relatively quickly. But, uh, again, uh, of course, it's important to give the blood, but it's also important to uh, have, have have be involved in that and, and be determined that you can give the blood. So, so if you have an emergency in your family or neighbors or you want to do it, you don't have to, you don't have to wonder if you can uh, help or... It's always a help, and there's always yeah. a need. Yep. So if I if I need blood, Kevin, will you give me some of your blood? Um, 
they won't. Uh, this is going the wrong they way. Won't they won't accept mine because of some of the medications I take. Uh, uh, yeah. His medications. I mean, if you beat. get past that, you, you can you transfer blood? I wonder. You that that's if it's the same type. I'm no, no. I mean, if you you gave blood, and then some, one of your friends needed blood, can you? You, I, I know you can. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we do a lot in the, in the hospitals where yeah. Yeah. the relative has the same. Or in, in, no, a, it, in a neighborhood, it, they'll, they'll mobilize. Right, right. Yeah, that. so it helps with costs and, and things uh, like that. And it's always easier if you've got a history. Like when I called for the for the um, reservation, you know, they'd, they had it on the, and they just said, okay, yep, ready to go. It's coming at that time. Uh, otherwise, it, the first time you go, and it takes a little longer to get the paperwork taken and uh, all, all the determinations made. When I take my bucket of meds in there and <laughs> dump it on the floor, that takes a little longer. Oh, well, remember it used to be that you'd have to back that, that uh, yeah, so, back up, beep, beep, uh, yeah, right, beep, right. <laughs> beep, right to the door. Right. <laughs> with the medication. Yes, with the medications. All right. All right, so something else yes. I want to talk about is... Oh, okay. Uh, there was no newspaper ad this Wednesday. Okay. And for the month of August, there will not. But that doesn't mean there's not sales. True. So we do have a, a sale posted on our website, um, and it's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think the best one is the perennial one gallon for three eighty eight. You got that one on there? Oh. Does that include the uh, yeah. porter weed? And it the- does. And, and the, the mist flower. Milk, milk yes, weed? it does. Wow. Well, how many mist flowers, Scott? You got two different kinds or one kind? I think there's only one kind over there. It's just the shorter ones came in this week. The taller ones came in last week. Um, so, wow. Yeah, that uh, get that, get those mist flowers in there. They're, they're really, the, I guess they seem to be, the this time of the year, they seem to be the most attractive to the butterflies. But there's a lot of stuff in there, so uh, oh, yeah. everybody to go to the website. We've got Pride of Barbados, Sun Special, mm-hmm. Texas Sage, Esperanzas. And those pentas, too? Those are on the 388, you bet. Yeah. Wow. That's, those are nice plants. And I always forget the mul- I think there's a multiple, too. Yeah, you should know they're on sale. You've already bought yours, right, Kevin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, See that's, there? they went on sale right after, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think he bought four inch this year. Oh, no. Oh, okay. He yeah, bought four of the, the little ones. Which, what are we I talking? think he bought four inch ones when we had them on sale that one week. Pentas. Yeah, I bought my Pentas a long time ago. I don't know what the size they were. Different colors, it turned out to be. Um, I think it was the week we had them on special in Could a four be. inch pot. Could be. We had that brilliant red, and I think he bought a bunch of those. Yeah. And y'all talked about the fall tomatoes? Well, we, we still have a great selection of fall tomatoes, uh, as well as peppers and cucumbers and squash and beans. Uh, and we got something special in last night. All right. So, at so, night? Who, 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 who takes the order at night? It, it showed up around 4-something oh, yesterday, so we okay. didn't really get them out for sale till uh, this morning. But we got in the uh, special contract grove for those two tomatoes we've been talking right. about. So Roma Surprise. Roma Surprise, which is the Heinz tomato. Right. That's uh, the one that Heinz uses to make their ketchup. And then and, we... Uh, yeah. This is a, this is a Roma. If you're, you know, a lot of people love to cook with Romas. 
but uh, not everybody thinks of it as a good eating tomato. That's right. I, but it's not me, me it's, it's not, not bad. The selection was based on the fact that it, it tastes, good. tastes good. Uh, and it's a fast, fast producer. The key is fast. Uh, and then we also got our surefires in. So yeah. we got in 10 flats of Roma Surprise and 15 flats of Surefire. And can you guess what the plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend is? Surefire and Roma Surprise? It is, sir. Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, Can you see my fingerprints on that Surefire where I squeeze the seed? Yes, I can. There you go. The actual fingerprints are on the seed. Is that right? I didn't know they could do that. They're even yeah. more famous. It's yeah, every one. More infamous, which is it? His, yeah. And the blood, yeah, so the blood that he sweated. Yeah. Now these, these aroma surprise came directly from uh, the soup company. Oh wow! We, we still have seed of them, but we're planting uh, we're planting out several uh, batches of them to save seed for the future. And we're we're did, did you do that with Tycoon them. too? Did what? Did you do that with Tycoon? Uh, yes, okay. we were get, right. we were getting ready, but uh, we're doing a we, little. We got a, uh, a, a, a pass on that one. We're so doing we doing a kind of an informal see. test on the Surefire to see if it's still yeah still as fast and as uh, productive as it has been in past years. So yeah, get it, yourself some and uh, yeah. let us know how it turns out. I I got mine. I in fact I intercepted the. The delivery, the, the the delivery established. You yeah, did moving them up, yeah. And <laughs> it was here early today, and I was wondering why. So uh, yeah, now, now I know. There's an insider, there's a mole here uh. who's giving Calvin. <laughs> well, I got a little disturbed because there were the surefire out there, but the Roma surprises weren't out there, and it was just because they hadn't got them moved in yet. Uh, but there they came, you know, this huge. <laughs> and it wasn't just me; it was some it's other gardener. It's amazing how many flats they can fit on one of those carts, yes. isn't it? And, and not drop any of. <laughs> but we have those too. But we still have a good selection of other varieties as oh, well. Yeah. So celebrity, tycoon, uh, all your favorites are here. Valley cat. Yep, there's a little bit. Somebody was asking about valley cat. Yeah, well, what that's is nematode resistant. Yeah, yeah, but I, it's it's one of my favorites too. I like it. I but think they, Tycoon is nematode resistant, too. Yes. Is Tycoon here? I thought somebody told us they weren't going to ever be back again. <laughs> Melton, was that true? I know. I, I heard don't know. I just, I just my memory. It was Melton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I got thrown into the bus. <laughs> I don't know. I heard Typhoon <laughs> is not going to be here this summer. But, uh, no, it's, it's cool. So this is Tomato Central for all the varieties that are recommended. Uh, by the uh, folks here in South Texas, by the docks, by the uh, Bear Extension Service. I'll, I'll Jerry was politely pointing out this morning that I did not buy them all. And, yes. And my answer was yet. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I appreciate you doing that, Kate. Uh, I, I understand. Oh, and there is a listener out there that came in last weekend looking for turpentine bush, and we couldn't find it, and I found it. Oh, good. So if, uh, if that gentleman is listening, uh, please come on back in, and I can sell you some turpentine bush. Why? <laughs> what, the, what does he do? use it for? Is it an ornamental? Or? Uh, I imagine the deer won't eat it. I'll bring one up here so you can look at it. Is it does it bloom? Yeah, it sure does. Uh, 
Did Did you have a question? Can we ask you the? Oh, okay. Well, you talk to Calvin then, and then. You want to think about it? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. All right, well, let's, let's what move else you got there? To, to, oh, uh, the conservation? Yes, we're, we're, we're trying to do the, the conservation idea every week, give people an idea of something else that they can do to uh, conserve water, uh, limit how often you're out there having to water, uh, and doing a better job for the plants. So mm-hmm. this is kind of out-of-the-box thinking. This is a product called cloud cover. All right. So it's an anti-transparent. What does that mean? It stops sweating. Okay. Why do you have Why do you have to water plants? They have to grow and they sweat. So, so it's like an antiperspirant. The, right. Okay. So <laughs> this will slow down how often? Instead of under the arms, you put it under the leaves. Uh huh. Okay. Go ahead. So <laughs> this can make a huge difference in how often you're having to water. You always want to water well when you water. Uh, but a little story about this: I had a an employee. 30-something years ago, worked in Arizona. It's pretty darn hot in Arizona. Yes. And his entire job, and as well as two other people, was to water the nursery. And they would each water a section. And by the time they finished their section, they had to start back over again. Oh, Because it yeah. was already dry. Hot out there. So they were watering three times a day. They sprayed this, and they cut down to once a day. Wow. And still made, uh, still had healthy-looking plants. So well, you know, the, the thought crossed my mind when you brought that up and set it down by the tomatoes. I wonder I, uh, when we, if you mix it, if you want to try it on your plants, spray a few tomatoes, too. See, if, I, I bet it'll keep them from wilting so fast. It might. Uh, Would it help with blossom and rot? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I thought not. if it made it more... But I, 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 I'm talking about the small tomato transplants, you know, right right after you establish them. Right. Uh, but it does have other uses, but this is the most relevant for now. Oh, I yeah. Think, I think the, the, the most common use that we would sell it for would be for uh, Christmas wreaths and garland. Oh, okay. Because you can't hose those down inside. And no. the only reason that they turn brown is because the moisture all dissipates. So it works well for them, so it ought to work very, very well for most gardeners to reduce the stress that the plants go under when when they should stop wilting. Um, and what it will also do is give you two to three degrees of cold protection in the fall. Well, really? That's a nice added benefit. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Wow. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I've got an article on Plant Answers about that. Very cool. So cloud cover. Yep. And it's been we, around a long time. We carry ready-to-use. We carry concentrate. And I, it's worthwhile trying and, and see what your results are. All right. And all those are available here at Mill Burgers. You can find out more about the sale at uh, millburgernursery.com. And you can go uh, come right now and learn about the uh, up- the blood drive that's going on today till 1.30 here at Millburgers. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want you to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday. I want you to come out and donate blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. It's a quarterly blood drive. Millburgers does this once a quarter. And here's something that you may not know. Every summer, blood supplies get low for one reason 
folks forget to give. Other things come up and they've got vacation or the kids are doing something at summer camp and well, they just forget to give blood. So I want you to remember to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday between 10 o'clock and 1.30 and donate to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. To make it even easier, Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate to the nursery just for going through the process. So if for some reason you're unable to give blood, you still get a nice thank you gift from Millburgers. And, of course, when you give blood, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you, too. But most importantly, you're helping your South Texas neighbors. So come on out to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and support the blood drive this Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up, just like that. Giving up on what? On getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler, using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? debt you watch your mouth retirement shouldn't be a goal for us it should be a way of life when it comes to financial stability don't get left behind get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org this message brought to you by the american institute of cpas and the ad council hey is that a faucet running nope that's not a faucet that's a river rushing through the forest it is yeah forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink the water comes straight from the forest to us. In fact... What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. How do trees clean the air? They soak up the dirty air on their leaves, branches, and trunks, which means clean air for us. Hmm. Cool. I didn't know that. Yep. But the forest does more than give us clean air and water. It gives us shade for hot days, birds to listen to, and trees to climb. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't know how cool the forest could be. Hey, let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. Again, if it's bugging you, whether it's spiders, ants, roaches, rodents, uh, scorpions, fleas, ticks. Uh, Termites. We always forget about termites. Uh, there's one place to call. It's Spider-Man Pest Control, Termite and Pest Control, by the way. Uh, if you go to the website, uh, we have a GoSpiderManPest.com, and you can learn all about all the things he does, including the Into Care mosquito trapping system that he's got that we're using here at Millburgers. And Warren Remy, Spider-Man himself, talked about all the success they were having here in San Antonio and how well it's working uh, to kill mosquitoes and keep yards uh, going and happy. Uh, if you've got problems, go to GoSpiderManPest.com, but give them a call, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Yes, sir? Yeah, um, people are seeing a lot of carpenter ant action. Oh. You'd rather have carpenter ants than termites, but... Uh, 
it's kind of that it's kind of motivated me to have a termite inspection i because i i'm never real confident that i'm identifying those right and ter- termite and uh the uh, carpenter ants have some of the same you know habits they're in between you know but uh they do have they have a treatment for uh for uh, the carpenter ants, and then of course the inspection is reassuring. If yeah. You, if you got Spider-Man staff out there looking at it, you're going to get a pretty accurate. Ever since I got roaches, I don't have ants. Yeah, they just eat them. Right. I think the roaches ate the ants. Well, they're probably pretty protective of you. Yeah, that's right. You're, you protect, treat them nice. They protect their turf. You're like the alpha roach. That's why I married a <laughs> bug wrangler. Uh, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> hey, Dave's on the line at 210-308-8867. Got a Penta question. Hey, Dave, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Great. How are you guys doing today? Good. What's going on? Bless you, Trace. Yeah. Jerry, I've got, I've got roaches that stand up like an armed guard with a sword when you come at them. Oh, yeah. I got those, too. Aren't they cute? Yeah, yeah. When they, hit, when they hey, hiss at hey, uh, really I was going to ask about saving seed uh, from Penta. Can it be done? Saving seed of Pentas. I think so, but it's... Uh, it's I don't remember much seed produced. Well, that, that's what I was that, wondering. Yeah, they, they, they produce them from seed. Pete Peterson, uh-huh. they grow them from seed. But, our, our, but they take a long time yeah. from seed. As, as cheap as they are, if you catch them early in the year, you get a four-inch pot for like a buck fifty-nine. Right. It's, it's less stress. They're growing them through the winter. They're growing them through the winter. Yeah. I, I mean, why, for the for the spring sales, because they're they're very very slow. But yeah, I, yeah, I guess like everything, you could almost say that everything produce, reproduces or produces seed. Or it has, to, it has to reproduce in some way. Yeah, because I was looking but, at some uh, of the flower spikes, and, that, you know, that, after they dry, and I can't, even, I can't even determine if there are any seed in there, you know. Yeah, the seed, uh, the seed are extremely small. tiny. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah, they're not easy to find. So anyway, right. and you don't I, just save up your money and go to the nursery and buy buy a nice pencil. And I don't see uh, the they're on uh, sale for three eighty eight. Them dropping seed and oh uh, no, germinate the seed. Germinated. Yeah, they they don't readily. Not they're like, not invasive. Not like zinnias, you know. Right, right. Every place. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. All right. Good luck. Good enough. That's all I got. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, sir. Good question. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're going to welcome Todd Chisholm on the phone. And Todd's got a an announcement uh, for uh, folks. Uh, talk about uh, a sad announcement, but uh, Todd's going to tell us a little bit about it. Hey there, Todd. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing fine. Uh, I hate for me to make the announcement. I thought you already did. But, uh, yeah. That's um, okay. We went our- our godfather, Malcolm Beck, had passed away um, this week, and, you know, um, Delphine's son passed away and their son a couple weeks ago. So Delphine's just, um, she's having a hard time. It's, uh, sure. well, you know, Malcolm Malcolm was a godfather. I mean, there, there wouldn't be any of us organic people and probably, you know, gardening, half of the gardening stuff out here if it wasn't for him. I mean, he's, he was amazing. 
never told anybody no humble very humble man um you could not not like him <laughs> he was just 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 amazing person very likable person um showed me a lot showed, showed me a lot of things to do right and have yeah, we truly missed he's got a lot of legacy to pass on and and there's new people trying to do it and i'm trying to do it and i'm uh humbled to know him and and and, and truly 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 just blessed to know how he did what he did to impact us and um i know y'all too i mean all y'all i know it's just um you know it's well, a sad day no, it is a sad day. Uh, it's and, and um, it, it's sad to see him pass. It's it's much better maybe to celebrate the accomplishments and all this stuff. And you're absolutely right. I mean, he's the real deal in terms of organic gardening and yeah. passing on information and sharing and all that. Yeah, you could yeah, always be confident with, with with Malcolm that he was giving you the the straight. Straight skinny, and uh, he didn't mind being, uh, you know, he'd, he'd have these, uh, uh, he'd think this is how it's going to turn out, but if it didn't turn out that way, he'd be absolutely tell you about it. And, right. And uh, with He the, ran all those little experiments. Yeah, lead the effort to uh, get the, the right information yeah. out there. Yeah, uh, the Roundup sure. thing was always impressed me. He was, mm-hmm. he uh, always was involved in that. Uh, so you didn't, uh, he believed in organic controls, uh, but he also uh, knew that uh, uh, there wasn't, so far there wasn't an, or, uh, an effective organic control for every single thing that that all of us no. wanted to do in gardening or agriculture. Right. Well, well yeah, well, and just, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't really suffer that long. You know, it, it took him a year, but I mean, I think the fact that you know, he he only went to nurse home a couple weeks ago, or three, maybe six weeks, or something. I'm not even sure. It wasn't very long. Delphine kept him. You know, bless her heart. You know, she's she's struggling herself. You know, I mean, her knees are bad and this and that. And you know, she's probably going to need help. I don't know what she's going to do because Clay kind of helped her out whenever and you know, drive. I I don't even know if she has a driver's license. I don't think she does, but I don't know what she's going to do. Um, you know, Clay helped her a lot around the house and this and that. I mean, a family's definitely going to have, but, you know, support from all of our their friends. They have tons of friends, and, you know, I yeah. don't know if she's going to stay in that house or what. I mean, I know that they had a life lease in there, and um, I'm not sure exactly what she's going to, if she's going to try to stay there or what. But, you know, this is, I told her it's her time now, you know, and I kept on telling her, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a point where, her life starts, you know, now that she's done with Malcolm and this and that, and she needs to take care of herself because it's tough. Are there any, uh, know? are there plans made in terms of memorials? Service and stuff like that? Uh, I think it's going to be the 12th um, on Sunday. They're just going to have everybody get together at the house. I think he, she had him cremated. I'll find out and we can post it or whatever, but it's coming up, so... We need to. They're gonna. Uh, they're gonna have a memorial service on uh, a week from tomorrow. So that was the twelfth. At the twelfth, uh, at ten o'clock, and it's gonna be okay. a, uh, adjacent to the house there at. Uh, 
Oh, at the PlayStation. At the old Rosenborg. Yep, yep. And it's open to the public. Everybody that knew and loved Malcolm could can come by and... Uh, what say the time again, Jerry? Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. A week from tomorrow. Do you uh, is that for folks that ha- haven't been out there in a while? Do you go in from the back way or the? Front you go in from the back way. Back. You you're like you're going into Gardenville. You yeah. go, go. You turn into Gardenville and cross the Cibolo Creek and then stay to the right rather than going to the left to Gardenville. Right. Well, so anyway, you know, we'll, we'll all be out there yeah, uh, celebrating sure. Malcolm's life. For and sure. we'll talk a little bit more about it through the next few days so that people know and if they want to attend the yeah. memorial. Yeah, they can. But I know you touched their lives very positively, Todd. I know that you were yeah. uh, a big part of, of that toward the end. So uh, uh, I'm well, sure I'm they appreciate it. You know, because she leaves, you know, that sure. legacy too. And, and she's always, she was always the strong person next to Malcolm. And it's, uh, you know, She's a little fighter. She's done a lot, and uh, and uh, you know I don't want something to happen to her. So she's uh, yeah. she's definitely uh, been been through a lot. So you know, with her son yeah. dying, you know, I mean, I think her son yeah, died right in no, front of her it's... the other day. He fell fell down and had a heart attack right in front of her. So she's gone through a lot. So you know, so um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Pass that on, and Malcolm's definitely uh, will definitely be missed. Yeah. I mean, I, there's so much, so much he's done. It's hard to tell of everything. I think no, I still honestly, got one that's of his the books. Truth. I still got one of his books that he hadn't written yet. You know, and oh. I don't know, I'm thinking about. I'm trying to think about getting getting a couple people passed on, so at least that Delphine can get something out of that, or trying to do something. We're thinking about getting it published and seeing if somebody will publish yeah. it, and. and uh, go from there he gave me in his horror copy so that'd be know. great we'll see what happens um, no I, I know I really appreciate y'all and yeah you know, it's, it's a sad day and, and, and hopefully all uh, the gardening people will come together for him and um, like you said he's always pushing da- he wants to be pushing daisies right I think that's what he said <laughs> so, right. thanks Todd thank you for calling right, in man yeah all right. yeah all appreciate right, it I know that they meant a lot mm-hmm. to you we did. All right. All right. Sure. Todd, we'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. And uh, Jerry's got some more information. We'll talk about it maybe at the top of the hour about uh, uh, some, a tribute. Some contributions. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit. But I know John's been waiting a while. Uh, and, John, I know that's a tough act to follow, but you have some questions. So uh, how can we help you today? Hey, um... Um, y'all were talking about seed, saving seed, and whatever a while ago and all. And uh, where do seeds for seedless watermelons come from? Well, that's why they're so expensive, is getting the seed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got a complete write-up on plantanswers.com that kind of outlines it. But basically, uh, and we were talking about the... Uh, seedless watermelon that uh, you know everybody's down on GMOs and I'm thinking that 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 seeds of seedless watermelon was the first GMO or one of the first especially to become so popular uh, what what they do uh, and the Japanese uh, perfected this uh, system 
what they do is they take a regular uh, a regular seed, a regular uh, seeded plant, which has a, a standard number of, of chromosomes, and then they treat it with Coltrazine, and uh, they double the chromosome number. They double the chromosome number, what we refer to as a 4N. It's a, a normal is 2N, but uh, they double it to be a 4N. And then they cross it back with a uh, with a uh, pollen a regular variety again, and uh, that uh, to to see when things do meiosis, I guess yeah meiosis, uh, the chromosome numbers split in half. So when you they they they've got that double chromosome number uh, four no, number four or four four nuclear, and then they cross it back with a two, for well, a normal watermelon, and that produces a a six, six number seed, which is like I said when when they when they cross, or when they divide. They divide the chromosome numbers, so when you divide a six, you get a three, which is a mule. Oh, it's okay. basically a mule of the king, and we cannot reproduce. That's really a simplified. Your two parent, your two parents. That's complex. It is real complex picking those parents, preparing those parents. But you got two parents that don't look like anything like the right. like the product that's produced right. the seedless watermelon. But anyway, after after they've crossed it and they got the three in, then uh, they save the seed, save the seed from that mutilation, and that, when planted, uh, produces a, a seedless watermelon. So that's why they get the seed. Sorry, ass. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, John. You take care. All That's right. all. Oh, but remind them again. Plantanswers.com. Plantanswers.com under, under the, in the column section under watermelon. All right, we're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call and uh, let's talk gardening with you. Lots of folks out here at the nursery, so why don't you come out and visit? It's a pretty day, nice and sunny, uh, not too hot, and lots of folks shopping. So Humidity must be low. It's yeah, it feels nice. Yeah. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Cindy, did we, besides that... Did we help you with your other stuff, that, your other questions that you had when you came by the last time? Yes, I think so. I think I've decided on getting one of the Arizona cypresses. Oh, good. But I'm going to wait because I know the best time to plant is in the fall to plant a tree. She knows it's your stuff. too hot right now because <laughs> even I don't want to be outside right now. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, you are, you're the Arizona Cypress is tougher than you are with the weather. They, oh, good. They don't, yeah. doesn't phase them, but it's... Not the most fun to be out there digging a hole. Exactly, exactly. So, does it really matter when? What, like, should I wait till it's really cool, or just 
November-ish? Well, good math, or I, I think Jerry and I both agree you can plant them any time. Okay. But there are times that are, and something like in Arizona Cypress, they, they're very successful in the transplanting. Okay. Whenever you do it. Oh, that's But fall, you know, uh, September, October, November is always best. the easiest and best. Easiest, yeah. yeah. Well, easier for me. Hopefully it'll be a little cooler. <laughs> just amazing yeah it's hard to believe you know i go out there and i for 40 minutes in the garden and I, and uh then it's hard to imagine that it's going to get more comfortable you know where you can I know, stay out there does. for hours yeah. it does. i was this moving is, rock for my mom she wanted rock garden area Oh, Lord. <laughs> Did you feel like slave labor or prison, prison labor? Chain gang. I was yeah. on the chain gang. <laughs> so, yeah, but I've got the bruises to prove it. Oh. <laughs> but and the rocks are, are the rocks hot. The rocks in, and it actually looks pretty good. So yeah, they're hot. Pleased. They always have ants and other kind of things in there, too. You know? Thank goodness I didn't find those. So oh. if they were there, I didn't see them. <laughs> was it a rock garden, like a Japanese no, Zen just, garden type thing? or ivy along the side of the house, and I guess she decided she just didn't like that anymore. So she pulled all that up and wanted rock. So okay. since I have the truck, I'm the slave labor. <laughs> so, that makes sense. So, yeah. But, well, huh. you, could just do, you could just come park the truck. And disappear, you know. And, you know, I you said about you that, you but... wanted the truck. <laughs> yeah, so the... yeah, but mom's in her eighties, and there's no uh, way she could do that. So yeah, <laughs> if she pulled all that uh, ivy out of there, she well, must be tough old luckily, gal. Luckily, her neighbors helped her out, and they kind of helped a little bit the first day. Which oh, with the me, rock. Which, thank How many days did it take? Two. Oh wow. <laughs> oh yeah, that ivy. A little over a yard of got a yard and a quarter of rock, so. That's a lot of rock. It was a lot of rock. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you glad you got a truck? Yeah, yeah. I'm Uh, always the one they call in my family. (laughs) I need this man. Is it under trees? Is it uh, is it got trees close to it or in the yes, proximity? Yes, where I had to move. Yes. Yeah. So there was a nice big oak tree. Well, she doesn't even like that, but it was. But it gave me at least. She doesn't shape. like the she oak tree. Like that one. I don't know what kind of oak it is. It's. It was there when she moved in. They left it, and so Probably she just doesn't like it. But she's planted other oaks. She planted a red oak that she likes, and so. I know. That's mom. <laughs> That's mom. <laughs> In this area, you like any tree you got. You know? That gives shade. That's yeah. why yeah. I'm missing uh, my especially, tree. Especially that's what we always say when when we if somebody has a lawn question or ground cover question that, you know, why isn't this working? And then finally we give up and say, well, shade is the most important thing, you know. So right. don't it. worry about that skimpy lawn underneath there. That's because, it. Yeah, you'd rather have the shade than a thick absolutely, lawn. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I have an oak tree in my back that I haven't, I haven't pruned. I mean, and it's hanging. I mow, and I'm hitting my head in the branches, no. but it gives such good shade. I'm afraid I don't want to do it, but I figure I'll wait until the fall, <laughs> and then I'll do that. So there you go. Yeah, that's better for the tree anyway. Right. Isn't that because of the oak wilt? Yeah. Oh, what's that? Or, or during the heat of the, at this time of the year, uh, we it's do pruning okay. too, and don't have to worry about the oak wood. Okay. But you may well, want to get someone about, else to do the pruning this time. Of yeah, year. I think so. I think so. But we <laughs> we cut we uh, 
uh, cover the wound. We put wound cover dressing right. on the Absolutely. even in at this time of the year. Right, just to be safe. Just to be safe. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to lose your, your tree, even if you dislike it like your mother. I did. know. Well, see. Because I ha- I bought one of those pole saws, so she was always having me bring oh, that sucker back as far as do it again, do it again, a little further. Look, like mom, not so far back. Now you know they make they make uh, electric. I mean the gasoline. Gas yeah, power, a little chainsaw. Chainsaw attaches to. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, you could get your mother one of those for Mother's Day. <laughs> oh, that's right. Those extended ones? Yeah. Yeah. She'd enjoy that. There are. No, she, she, don't need, she won't even They're use my pain. pole saw, yeah. my little pole saw. Have so. you got one, Kelly? Yeah, I do. I chainsaw on the end of the yeah, pole? Yeah, I got In fact, I got Judy, my wife, Judy, one a couple years ago for Uh-oh. Christmas. And I always, why don't you ever use that? And it's just, So I got it out and... Uh, you know, they're top-heavy on the weight. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, after about an hour, you uh, see Exactly. <laughs> they, and they got, you know, you get a, if you're not alert constantly, yeah. regular chainsaw is dangerous, but this thing is it up above you. Yeah. yeah, I can just uh, huh, what see me go, looking up. What could go wrong? On that brand, what could... That branch could fall right on my head. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do that with my pole saw, and it's not that bad, but after a while, it gets a little heavy, too. Yeah. So. yeah. Sure. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> well, thank you for coming by. Gardening is so fun, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yes, it is. Let's see. Uh, so far, this conversation, the fun gardening is involved. Uh, two days of uh, rock, of rock uh, falling limbs. Getting rid of, trying to get rid of a vine. That, yeah, uh, the gardening sure sounds fun. Yeah, and, uh, and all that in 100 degree weather. Yeah, yeah it's no wonder it's uh, like America's most popular hobby. It's the number one. But when it gets going and it looks so pretty, then you really can enjoy that's it. That's the truth. And you see the results, so that's what's good. How deep did they dig that soil out where they had that ground cover? I don't think she did dig it out. I think just she just scraped it. I think she did, and just got enough to get some of the roots out. And I have, a, I have die. a prediction. Are they going to come back? Oh yeah. Well, she put. Well, it's been because. Well, her birthday was in March, and we gave this as a birthday present. But my truck was not operational then, so oh. I had to wait to get it fixed. So it's been months, and nothing's grown back. So. I'm hope we're hoping. <laughs> I don't know. He's got that look on his face. Yeah, oh, that's not good. <laughs> no. Was it Asian? Was it Asian Jasmine or yeah, what? Asian who? Uh oh. <laughs> I'll warn her then. No. <laughs> I'll warn her then. But uh, she, no, when it comes up, she can spot treat it with a right. herbicide. Well, she does a mixture of the vinegar and. Will that not kill that either? That's going to make the leaves shiny on Asian Oh, well, I'll tell her that, too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there is a... Uh, Remedy will do, too. Yeah. Uh, Remedy? Uh, same, yeah, there's some stump. same active ingredient. There's three cut or four vine, products. Cut and stump, right? Yeah, yeah. cut vine and stump killer. But, uh, uh, I can't remember that. So that, that, that works that pretty well, work. yeah. Well, and then you just, you know, then you just, if you got a back sprayer or if it's a small area you it's just mix bad. it like that yeah and a yeah, little it's, it's pump just along one side of her house. that works that's, that's pretty neat stuff yeah right, but i well, could be wrong maybe it won't come back <laughs> well just be make sure that if it does that come back doesn't. the best way to get rid of it is remove all those rocks that you put out. <laughs> oh, i don't think so <laughs> all those out, no, I don't and think then so. uh 
Just dig, be, dig it out a little deeper. Just have that truck of yours packed. I'm kidding, brother. So you're running, you're on, on a trip someplace. Uh, heading out. Sorry, mom. Gotta yeah, go. gotta go. Uh, we'll be back. Oh, I wish I had watched that closer. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Leave Milton in charge. Hey, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Well, thank you again. Oh, thank yeah, you. thanks yeah. for coming by. All right. All right, so you can, you're welcome to come by, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You got an announcement you want to talk about? No? No. All right. I was just going to tell her to tell your mother, call in and talk to Milton about, uh, I will. about any future projects that she might have. Thanks. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> Especially if they involve rock, things that are heavy, uh. a lot of cutting, a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah. Thanks. And digging. Thanks, Jerry. You're, you're a pal. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Okay. You were going to bring up the stuff about Malcolm and you th- that you had put on the website. Uh, yeah. No? You want right. Right. Yeah, I can do that. Can we talk about... Uh, well, we got Jim on the line. We can go oh, to Jim okay. real quick. Okay. 210-308-8867. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show. How you doing? Jim, you there? Jim. <laughs> Jim was there. He's got a real grand gold question. Oh, yeah. Well, while we were waiting for him to come on. Uh, Jim. I'm, uh, I, I was going to ask you. Oh, there he is. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, Jim, welcome to the no. show. How are you doing today? No, I had to run to the porch, turn down the radio. Hey, listen, okay. I got a real grand gold I got oh, from Milberger's uh, in the spring, late spring, I guess. Right, and right. And it's in a... It's, it's in a pot and it's doing good, um, with one exception. It's got morning sun, afternoon shade, and it was slow to bloom because I think it wasn't getting quite enough sun. But it's been in full bloom the past two weeks. But it yeah. will not sit. For, it's dropping. It's dropping the bloom, and uh, I'm not quite sure what I need to how do. How much? To this how thing. much shade did it get? How, how much uh, sun or shade it, did it get? You know what? I think it's getting more shade than sun, but it's getting morning sun for about five, six hours, and the rest of the day it's getting shade. Hmm. I think you need to move it into uh, to more a uh, more uh, uh, sunny place. Well, and how, how how did you how are you fertilizing? Did you mix uh, osmocote into that uh, potting mix? I knew you were going there, and the answer to that is no. Uh huh. <laughs> he didn't but use osmocote, man. What? No, but I, but I can tell you, every time I fertilize it, every time I use half strength, has to grow. Why do you on use half day, strength? On, on, well, you, you use full strength, has to grow. Okay, full strength has to grow. Okay, I did put it in the fuller sun about uh, before it really started blooming. I think that kicked the blooms off, but it couldn't take the sun. It just... Right. When I come home from work, it was just wilted down. You know, I thought I was going to lose it. So I put yeah. it back more where it didn't get so hot sun. So, okay. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's not it's not unusual. Mine will yeah. every day, basically, in this full. Yeah. Mine are in full sun, so but they're producing a lot of peppers. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, yeah, because I haven't tried it before, and I've heard y'all say this is a pepper no one can complain about, and that's what I keep telling my wife but she's complaining because she hadn't tasted one yet uh, <laughs> well i'm sorry 
Calvin, on, on yours, how many how many plants do you have, Calvin? Four or five? I think 12. 12 plants. And you've got fruit on all of them? Yeah. Do you oh, notice a difference okay. in the size of the fruit? Some are big and some are small? And most mostly they're small. Yeah. They're, but okay. there's, there's difference in size. Yeah. In fact, I planted some of them close together. We're not expecting them to They're loose. Yeah. But they're all... They all got some uh, fruit, uh, and uh, well, we want to save the fruit off of the big fruit. The big fruit, yeah, yeah. yeah I need so to my, harvest because some of them are changing color. Yeah, mm. well, I, I was looking at some over at the greenhouse yesterday that some of the we planted earlier, the Jack Jack uh, Hoover planted, and uh, they've got a few red ones on them, and uh, some some uh, orange ones. And uh, and a lot and a lot of uh, uh, green one or yellow one. I'm sorry. Now you wanna maybe I should harvest all the fruit in there. Do you want? Will we when it gets a little cooler? Will we get a bigger pepper in the fall? I think so. I think so. So maybe we just wait on those, or will that that uh, be an issue on in terms of the what the seed produces? No, that we we can wait on that. because a lot, a lot of people want to eat them, eat them, of course. And uh, but when when it comes down to making the final selection of the fruit to save save the seed from, we want to save it from the largest the one that produces the largest fruit. Like uh, we've got five at the greenhouse, and there's only two that are producing large fruit. How is when you say large fruit? How large are these? Uh, like a jalapeno, I mean, so three big inches? and long. Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's bigger generally than mine. Are. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 they're an open pollinated plant, and so uh, they they've lost some. Of, now we're trying to get some of the original seed from the breeder. Uh, to grow our grow our seed crop from since, since they're not producing us from seed, uh, so we'll see if we can do that maybe next year. But uh, this year, to to make sure we've got some, we're gonna gonna do the uh, you know do the say the largest of the peppers fruit. So wait, have we helped Jim out? Yeah. Hey, can, I, can, I, ha- can I can I follow up real quick? Specifically, sure. what is specifically on this pepper plant? Um, because it's been in full bloom for a couple of weeks, but it's dropping and not setting fruit. Is that the fertility issue? That might be a heat issue. A heat issue. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, okay. that might be a heat issue. It might be a sun issue. Or okay. maybe both. Uh, all right. Well, let me uh, let me give it a little more sun, and then maybe when we get some cooler temperatures, I get some fruit before frost. Absolutely, that's, that's, you will. We do carry a bloom set that's for tomatoes and peppers. Hey, you don't give me that face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody. Generally, we don't think fun. bloom set works in the heat. Well, I thought that was the whole purpose—to keep the bloom on just a little bit longer. In so the cold. Ah, so in the way. fall. In the spring. You're showing how long you've been in the nursery business. I guess so. <laughs> Can I ask one more real quick? Yeah. Sure. 
Listen, my, my Choctaw that I've been so anxiously await, waiting to set fruit had three pecans on it, and I was so excited. And when I went around the mower today, I noticed it only had one, so it must have dropped two. And the third one on there that's real small, I've been pumping the water, well water to this tree. Uh, and uh, it looks bad, too. So my point is, if it's if I'm not going to harvest any pecans, not even one, it looks like, can I cut back on the water on the tree, or is it still important to, to really pump the water to this pecan tree this season? Well, it's important to keep the water on the pecan tree. Okay. Because you, right. you want it to you know you want it to have a steady growth rate. Yeah, I water it deeply. Uh, Every five days or so, I mean, I water it deeply. I'm in sand country, and I, I pretty much flood it about okay. every five days. You, you're doing think. good. All you right. might want we'll to mulch it, too. Uh, no, we'll do it. The, the, uh, what was I going to ask? That's, a, that's sad when you get older. I live, that every, I live it every day. <laughs> I'm right uh, behind you. Oh yeah, uh, did you what? What happened to the nuts that fell off? Did they did they have a scab on them, or did they have insect damage? Or I didn't find them, but I do know that the one lone nut that's on the tree, the the husk or whatever you call the covering, I'm not sure on a pecan, it's turning black. Yeah, Yeah. black. Yeah, that's that's probably a fungus disease. But uh, it, it wasn't worth spraying for three pecans. But uh, the one you got desirable, I was looking through some uh, well, some of Neil Spears' information, and uh, yeah. about this time of the year, scab shows up in a in a wet wet spring, and they have a lot of scab up around yeah. Dallas and where Neil is. But uh, we usually don't have scab. We we have. Uh, that that's not the fungus disease that we have. We have uh, have stink bugs damage them at this time of the year when when the pecan is full of water, which it is, which it is now. It doesn't take much, like, like a dry spell or or stink bug damage or whatever, to make it abort the pecan. Oh well, I'm in I'm in stink bug country down here. I can't. Okay. No control. That's, that's probably what got it. Yeah, this is a Choctaw, and I had a Choctaw at my other residence years ago, and it was a very prolific tree for the short time that I had it. So yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this one next year. I keep saying next year's the year, so next year will be the year for this tree. There you go. Keep keep putting the water on it. Thanks, Jim. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got to take a break. You want to hang on a second, or you got... Which sure, I, was, I had a question, and a, but yeah, I can oh, wait. Okay, we'll be back in a moment. We'll talk to Trace right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want you to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday. I want you to come out and donate blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. It's a quarterly blood drive. Millburgers does this once a quarter. And here's something that you may not know. Every summer, blood supplies get low for one reason. Folks forget to give. Other things come up and they've got vacation or if kids are doing something at summer camp. And, well, they just forget to give blood. So I want you to remember to come on out to Millburgers this Saturday between 10 o'clock and 1.30 and donate to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. 
To make it even easier, Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate to the nursery just for going through the process. So if for some reason you're unable to give blood, you still get a nice thank you gift from Millburgers. And, of course, when you give blood, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you, too. But most importantly, you're helping your South Texas neighbors. So come on out to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and support the blood drive this Saturday from 10 to 1.30. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. I'm as big a supporter of the Second Amendment as just about anybody, but the idea that a 3D printer can make a gun at home for anyone to use for any purpose is wrong and should be banned. There would be no background checks, no age limit, and the possibility, in fact, the almost certainty that drug dealers, gangs, and other criminals could attain these weapons with zero controls would be disastrous. This has nothing to do with a debate about the law abiding and the lawless. This is just common sense. You have to pass a driver's test and be of a certain age before you are licensed to drive a car. There are legal limits on who can buy alcohol and where. These printed home guns could be sold with no tracking and no control. Thankfully, and I don't say this often, a federal judge Tuesday night blocked the availability of blueprints that provide instructions for making guns at home with 3D printers. Eight attorneys general and the District of Columbia argue the instructions pose a national security threat. They are right. They also pose a threat to high crime areas and to anyone operating a business or just walking down the street. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Take a second. If you're looking for furniture, I want you to go to Furniture Now. Two locations in San Antonio, one down the road from us at Lookout Road in 1604, the other over at Evers and Loop 410. And they're having what they're calling an Internet flash sale right now. Thousands of items on the website that are not in the store and that they're lowest prices uh, they've ever had online. And you can buy with no risk, risk-free, with a no-hassle 14-day return. Now they're going to have in the showrooms uh, their salespeople there to uh, visit with you. So if they've got it in the showroom, uh, by the way, you can have it delivered within 24 hours. But if they don't, they're going to sit down with you and they'll talk about it and they'll show you some stuff online. So you'll get the online prices. Uh, by the way, they'll match the online price in the showroom as well but you get the online price uh, and then help from somebody which oftentimes you don't get online you don't get that that personal touch so go on by and visit with them and check out the uh, internet flash sale you'll also learn about the uh, buy one get one free sale with the uh, chelsea emerald pillow top mattress set that's all this at furniture now 
Com and furniture now two locations in San Antonio, uh, 1604 on Lookout Road and Evers at Loop 410. You'll like them. Uh, great furniture uh, for all over the house, uh, terrific prices and outstanding customer service. It really, uh, it's a great experience. Go visit the Cobins over there at either one of the Furniture Now locations and take advantage of uh, this great uh, sale that's going on right now at Furniture Now. All right, 210 308 210 308 8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Calvin just has that friendly look on his face, says he wants to help you. He's being asked a question right now. Uh, Trey, so we, uh, uh, you were getting ready to uh, talk about something when we uh, had to go to break. What you got? Well, I had two questions when I talked to Jerry on. I had a, an Arctic Frost uh, citrus, and it... Uh, it has a thorn on it that's probably three inches long. So I was, yeah, it's a big thorn. I was concerned. and um, It's interesting. I, I really never have seen anything like that because it, it, had, it looks like it had a spurt of very active growth, and almost like a sport. Oh, wow. And uh, you can see where the, where, the, where the leaves got big and light green, the thorns got longer and you can see see the, the small thorns then they revert to the big thorns and then toward the end of the branch or limb there it uh, it reverted back to the small thorns so I don't I don't know what caused that that particular spurt of growth hmm but it was interesting all right did we help you on the second question anymore no, no we did not okay no. But I'll, I, maybe somebody out there knows. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. So on my way to work this week, I had a, uh, a huge amount of butterflies and or moths. I'm not sure what they were, small ones. And we're not talking tens or twenties. We're talking thousands. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough to clutter your grill in about ten minutes. Hmm. So I was asking Calvin if he knew which ones they were, but he never saw them. Oh. So... Did you have description? Like they were yellow, they were green, they were... They were yellowish. They were relatively small. Did they have a snout nose, a long nose? I couldn't stop one long enough to look. Okay. Well, you said they were all on your windshield and everything. They were, but they were, by the time you saw them, it was hard They were flat. It was hard to get the snout on them. <laughs> I'm going to okay. get a snout nose butterfly picture up here. Does that look like them? So no, they look more yellow than Look them. more yellow? Yeah, maybe, maybe that. Okay, maybe what this one, the orangish. Yeah, it was. I will say it was yellow. All right. So if you were also viciously attacked by butterflies like Trace was, and want to know what they were, you know what is? Were, were you frightened? No, it was actually kind of a <laughs> kind of a an cool. uplifting experience. Oh, now a few monarchs or monarchs have showed up too, uh, which are, seem a little early, but uh, I, I had a. A couple of gardeners call and say they saw them, and I and I kind of poo-pooed it, you know. So, of course, immediately, the minute you do that, I then went outside, and there they, they were, were in my yard, too. So. so I was just wondering if, what it was so I'd know where the caterpillars were going to end up because that's, you see a butterfly or a moth, and I, you're going to get some caterpillars. I suspect they're the hackberry snout and that they'll end up in hackberries. Well, we got our share of those in the creek. Oh, is that right? Yep. Did y'all get some rain on Tuesday? 
Because uh, I, th- I even saw it, like, on, by our office. I think there was a couple of drops. Oh, man. Just enough to make it more humid. No, sorry. Sure feels like it's going to happen today, though. Yeah, it kind of does feel like it. It feels nice today out here at the nursery. Hey, I will mention um, that uh, you can, the blood drive, is, it's not officially over because they're going to stay as long as there's folks waiting. Uh, so you, if you were on your way, kind of keep going just in case. Uh, uh, you could probably even call the nursery at 497-3760 and say you were on your way. But, um, but uh, keep, keep an eye out for all these. We'll keep telling you about the blood drives. And uh, make sure that you're going to MillbergerNursery.com to learn all about these things, MillbergerNursery.com. And our ad is there, too. Yep, that's uh, if you want to know what's on sale, uh, the ad is on there. We could actually tell folks what's on sale, too, if you wanted to. I think we should. All right, well, let's do that. We, for instance, uh, got any perennials on sale? We do. Yeah, that, that, this uh, is a good of, one. All of your six ninety nine regular price perennials are on sale for three eighty eight. Including milkweed and porterweed and mist flower. Yeah, we and saw that guy walk off with two red uh, porterweeds there. Yeah, so I saw that. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And this uh, woman, woman with the Labrador was asking about uh, milkweeds. And uh, we saw the tropical milkweed over there. Someplace you've got uh, tuberosa, too. I think there's some four-inch left on the, on one of the tables over there. Okay. So that if you're interested in only the native... Uh, tuberosa is available too. Uh, let's see. So we've got that, and let's see. How oh, about Gold Star Esperanza? Yeah, it is. Doralis. Yeah. Good memory, Calvin. Point Sienna. Duranta. Duranta. And Texas Sage. A Duranta is another spectacular butterfly plant. This fall, that'll be covered with uh, the queens and and the monarchs. And they're pretty. They were there uh, when I walked over to the Diamond Shamrock. Um, the uh, you could see them as I walk by. They also. I just like doing that on purpose because it irritates people that uh, I'm still going back in time to go to the Diamond Shamrock. Yes, that's fine. Yeah, okay. They uh, also. That's a big butterfly. They're less. Uh, they're less inclined to. Uh, I mean, they're they're more cold hardy than the, you know that like I'll kind of include them in that same Esperanza Poinciana curve. But actually, Duranta, a lot of winters do not freeze back. Oh, and you kind of get two different color uh, yeah. situations. You that's get the blooms, which are purple, and then the berries. That's a are giant swallowtail. Oh, is it? It's that's giant. That's the one. Yeah, that's one. Look, laying the doo-doo eggs, uh, doo-doo uh, caterpillars on the citrus. Oh, okay. You want to explain that the caterpillars look like bird poop? Yeah. Okay. If you get, if you got uh, citrus, backyard citrus, they don't seem to be too fussy of which kind. Yeah. Uh, they lay their eggs. And it doesn't, they don't overwhelm the plant with caterpillars, which might have two or three and four. And Jerry and I have kind of got to the point where we say, well, just leave one or two. Or, oh, cause, yeah. Because they don't, they so don't really so do pretty. that much the damage. Yeah. So pretty. Did, so, you see, did you see the picture of the Sinisa in the paper today? That's a that's beautiful Lowry, bloom, yeah. And then Larry. It is. Uh, can you, if uh, if he points out the picture, what does that generally mean? Who the photographer is? Ah, so I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're supposed to say, "Gosh, what a wonderful photo!" What and I have learned that for yeah. years. Yeah. Here's how it goes. Oh man, that is gorgeous. Uh, that is a beautiful photo. Who took that? 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I thought he was heading towards it's not going to rain or something uh, like that. But, uh, <laughs> no, I think if you see a picture of a blooming one, that doesn't mean it's going to rain. No. Um, but, yeah, it is a pretty picture, though. I encourage you to go check it out. But, Trace, also uh, the, the article talked about the uh, uh, lantanas blooming up a storm out there. And Except for mine. Yeah, and with yours, with your... Uh, Lace bugs. Lace bugs. But then the, I had somebody, I'm, I made this statement about them being deer-proof. And I had, first thing this morning, I had somebody say hers were not deer-proof. And she sent a, a photo to show the, the deer had been kind of pruning them off the top a little bit. So we were uh, being plain detective trying to figure out. And we came to the conclusion that it's, Let's give them a little more chance to to, to grow and get uh, hardened off a little bit. They uh, look like they were in, been fertilized a lot. And, and new, new plants are tastier than established ones, that's yeah. for sure. And so, so uh, oh, uh, here we go. This is a good point, Trace, on your uh, lace bugs, because I think other people are getting this too. Now, if people have had lace bugs in the past and they expect to have the damage, then then you could go ahead and treat them. Uh, I think you should expect to always have the damage. If every year I forget to do, to be preventative, I get it. What do you do then? You know, uh, your, your preventative uh, preventative for me is the middle of corporate drench. So you, you mix it up, pour it down in the ground, the plant sucks it up, and you don't get any problems. I think uh, Neil also, that's what he his, That's right. Uh, uh, recommendation is. To you take his newsletter? No, it's in his column. Oh, it's in the column. Yeah. Okay. He had it in his newsletter, too. So. You can see the picture online, by the way, uh, if you go to mysa.com. That is a beautiful picture. Yeah, it sure is. Did I get it right that time? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, and see the, the... The one in the background, too. Yeah. See the... Not the, quite as showy, the regular but color. it's a, a darker purple. That's at the botanical garden. Calvin uh, jumps right into the debate with, you know, both feet with this uh, rather controversial statement. It also stimulates discussion because it is believed to predict pending rainfall. Oh, did he say that? Oh, yeah, he went out on a limb. All right. All right. 210-308-8860. subtitle at the bottom. Milton says. Uh Uh, You wait. And, And other people, too. People very close to Calvin believe in this as well. Well, he doesn't bring that up. He's talking about Judy. Uh huh. Smart people. <laughs> All right. Two one zero three zero eight. Influential people. Uh huh. That's true. That's absolutely smart and influential. Uh huh. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of the show. I've gotten several questions about uh, uh, Valley Cat tomatoes and tomatoes in general at uh, at this time of the year. Uh, not not turning. Uh, let's see. This person wrote in and said, "I purchased Valley Cat tomatoes. I picked the first ones as they turned color. Even though they turned a beautiful red, they were hard and green inside. The next one I left on the vine to ripen, but they were still hard inside. What was wrong?" Uh, I've had uh, two questions that, two questions on that, and they're both on Valley Cat. 
Now we are we are high, highly recommended valley cat because it's nematode resistant. But uh, there's a possible, and and they're wondering what caused that, what was wrong. And I'm thinking it was that uh, early hot hot spell we had uh, could have possibly done that. I'm thinking it's also a virus symptom. Yeah, it would can they, be a virus. Would symptom. they be able to recognize it? Would, would there be some uh, hints if it was a virus? The leaves would look different. Yeah. The leaves would look different. That's my, my first reaction. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of, but usually you can see in the color, the color isn't that uniform red. Right. But uh, yeah. you'd see some kind of a hint. Because uh, on the valley cat, they're usually a nice, um, nice uniform color and a large fruit. Could, could it be personal, like a, a choice between firm and hard? Isn't that a? Doesn't have a firm inside? Hard and green inside. Mm-hmm. Meaning, what one one man's yeah. hard is another man's firm, or something? Uh, that's where I was heading, but yeah. okay. But that. Not that way, but, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a disappointed customer. What? That's a student employee. I know, but a disappointed person. Customer to the restroom. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Calvin, you, you've you grown valley cat tomatoes before. Yeah, and I th- I don't think... Were, that, they, were they good slicers and yeah, they were, they were I good don't, I don't think of them being... Uh, Hard. Exceptionally firm, though, but I, they're in that same league with Tycoon and Red Deuce, and um, but I was uh, I was thinking they're I, I don't I wouldn't describe them as hard no. generally, but so with this it, with this it has, weather, it has to be either the weather or a virus. Yeah, the hundred make that happen. And it's, I, I got a call from the the actual plant producer. The other day, he had a farmer in or a large grower of tomatoes, and and uh, he was concerned that uh, they had green shoulders. Huh. You know, the shoulders of the fruit would have stayed, See, that, stayed that would, green that would, and yeah. all. The green shoulders would make me suspect it was a, a virus. virus. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that might be a virus. It's not as severe, but that, that that's a symptom. Uh, anybody that's growing uh, or have grown valley cat tomatoes, if you've had this uh, problem, give us a call. I'd I'd be interested in knowing how well, widespread a problem this is. Are these fruit? They're just surely they're not fruit. They're just harvesting now, is it? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. All bets are off on. Even though they turned a beautiful red, they were hard and green. The next ones I left on the vine to ripen, but they were still hard inside. I believe that's a virus. I was uh, out at KSAT and Steve Brown's tomatoes. I didn't I didn't go out into the garden, but the plants are just crispy brown. But there's this big tycoon fruit. Big red, just oh. glow in the dark. It looks like Christmas. What? The, why was it brown? It yeah, hadn't been watered. It hadn't been watered. Hmm. Uh, Na- Nancy, who was had took over the receptionist, had finally had to given up on uh, given up on. Uh, oh no! They care, but I mean it's past the season. I mean past past when it's easy to take care of for sure. So when did our new man take it over? 
He has taken over. We're talking. He's talking about. Uh, uh, we're talking about September. Yeah, for for uh, yeah, for a new guy, the, yeah, they they gonna have better luck with uh, broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage and things like that. And he's got all his. Uh, He's some surprises he's got here, talking about his heirloom uh, plants from his family through, oh, Lord. through the years. <laughs> Wait till you see what, the, what they are. I'm not going to give it away yet, but it'll be pretty interesting. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now is the time to head on over to Millburgers. Okay, here's the reason why. We've got some terrific items on sale. This is the opportunity for you. If you're into growing tomatoes, head on over to Millburgers because they have the varieties that are recommended by the county agents, Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch as well, and their varieties like 602, 444, Tycoon, Celebrity, and much, much more. They're in a variety of different sizes from gallons to four-and-a-half-inch pots. So come on over to Millburgers and get those fall tomatoes in just a second. Gold Star Esperanza is on sale. They're beautiful around town. Have you seen them? These can do no wrong, and they're in the 12-inch pot, ready to display for just $24.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Theralis, Duranta, Mexican Bird of Paradise, and Perennials are on sale on the one-gallon container. Fresh shipments are arriving each week in the one-gallon container, now only $3.88. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. The Movers and Shakers Show is moving. Now, every Wednesday evening at 8, Heart of Texas Realty brings you the Movers and Shakers Show. Hosts John Thurman and Bjorn Dipdahl introduce you to the business, civic, and public leaders who champion the entrepreneurial spirit in San Antonio. You'll hear stories of these men and women, the victories they've celebrated, and the challenges they've overcome. It's the San Antonio Movers and Shakers Show with John Thurman and Bjorn Dipdahl. Now, Wednesday evening at 8 on 930 AM, The Answer. Listen up. We are raccoons, and we are a big deal if you haven't already noticed. Yeah, what he said. You see, we got these masks. We're like burglars, except we never leave, see? Permanent maskuses. You got electrical wires? We like wires. We like to chew on wires and sometimes start fires. Oh, wait, if there's a fire, can we leave? Hey, pay attention, and we like chewing on AC ducks, too. I like duckies. Yes. You got a nice attic? We'll set up shop. Attics make me feel cozy. Shh. Who's that? It's a van with the man. Uh-oh. Crittery Victor. Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. It's their one-and-done policy, guaranteed for 15 months. So whether you have possums, squirrels, rats, mice, skunks... I can't take my mask off! And yes, even raccoons. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910. Judy, did you hear the big news? Yeah, I can't believe it. I never thought someone could do that. Are y'all talking about the big news? Yes, it's unbelievable. I know. All the great deals you can get by going to the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Bill and I can get a great deal on tuition for a little bill for school. My fiancé can get her wedding dress for a great price. These deals are amazing, and we can save so much money. I'm heading back to my desk now to log on to the Marketplace page. What's going on? 
going on here? Why aren't you all working? It's the deals you can get at the Marketplace page online. See for yourself. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. All right, all right, look. You can talk about the Marketplace page on your own time. Get back to work. Mmm, the Marketplace page. This is great. I can get a surveillance system for the office to make sure you all are working. Uh-oh. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From community leaders to managing your money, weekends are all for you on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From how to care for your pet to caring for your loved ones. Weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. On a pretty day out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Uh, we're uh, live on the porch until 2 o'clock, and we encourage you uh, to come on out and visit with us. If you can't come today, come tomorrow. And uh, there was someone that was going to come out and visit with us and show us something. I don't think she came out last Sunday. Remember, she called us on Saturday, too, and we were trying to identify something. And oh, she's, yeah. We're never could figure out Yeah, what Maybe she came by, and if she did, if she's listening, call us and tell us, remind us again of what it was. We we couldn't figure it out. There's some type of growth on... Uh, oh, that's right. It was the one that we kept saying... We kept asking her to sound like a gall. It was on Oaks. No, it looked like it was similar to what you saw on Oaks, oh. but it wasn't. It was on Mountain Laurel or... It was on a, a, a more of a... Like a bush type thing. Anyway, does that sound familiar? I remember the issue. I thought it was galls. Yeah, but do you remember what it was on? Was no, that something I don't weird? remember what it was on. Okay. Sorry to bother you on that one. Kramer. Maybe so, but okay. I, I think, think you're right. Was, I, I think, think you're right. right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We were talking about uh, Malcolm Beck's passing uh, uh, last Tuesday. Uh, we lost... Uh, the father of organic gardening uh, uh, last Tuesday, and uh, everybody's upset about it, of course. And uh, a lot of people say, well, I don't know who Malcolm Beck is. But I guarantee you everybody listening to this program has been touched by Malcolm Beck and some of his products and uh, some of his innovations. And he began, uh, I, I, I listed about five that, uh, that, uh, that you'll recognize as being uh, uh, contributed by Malcolm Beck. And these, these, he did these on his own, I mean, by himself. He began making uh, the making of and sales of a multitude of soil amendments to improve production of horticulture crops and landscapes in this area and across the state. While doing this, he demonstrated the best recycling techniques and used by byproducts to enhance growing conditions throughout the state. Now, that's what uh, Todd was talking about. And uh, a lot, I would say 
most most of the nurseries or landscape operations that sell potting mix and and mixes uh, garden mixes uh, either either started working for Malcolm or definitely used his advice in their operation. So uh, he's he. You know, people, we don't think about it around San Antonio, but uh, when, you know, when people want to put in a new garden on, on these ro- rocky sites, first thing they do is put out some cross ties and haul in some some uh, Gardenville-type mix. Malcolm started Gardenville, and and, it's, and he started several Gardenvilles uh, and managed by people that work for him, so... Uh, uh, he 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 uh, walked. He talked talked to talk, and he walked the walk. Uh, anyway, he pioneered the use of cover crops. So you hear us talking about cereal rye or ebon rye for increasing the organic matter and controlling nematodes in Texas. That never was available. Never was uh, talked about until Malcolm came along. And uh, showed us how the important uses of cereal rye, and uh, it's it's interesting because I, I worked for A and M for 40 years, of course, and uh, the they were kind of skeptical. They were kind of skeptical about uh, uses of organic material, uh, using the cereal rye to uh, control nematodes in Texas. Well, they got to doing some research. The plant pathologists got to doing some research and found out that all the research on tra- trap crops such for nematodes were uh, were on use by the use of elbow rye or cereal rye. So we were lucky that we had had picked the uh, the right right grass crop to use to control nematodes. Now that was kind of important back back in those days, especially for the organic material. But it is extremely important now because they've taken the, any nematicides that were on the market at that time off the market. So basically the only way you got to uh, control the population of nematodes in your vegetable garden or anywhere in the commercial fields is by the use of a trap crop like cereal rye. Uh, he's a, of course uh, uh, Todd talking about he's the father of the organic movement in Texas and the U.S. But what 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 we liked about uh, Malcolm is he's also a common sense approach which bridges bridges the gap between radical organics and rational thinking. Now that's that that was how Malcolm was different. Is is that uh, he he was a, a big organic person, but when he saw that the organics wouldn't work, being a farmer and a grower of plant material, he would use conventional techniques and uh, mo- most organic nutcases are are you know they if it's not organic they won't use it and. Uh, I, I, when they when they come out with a when the organic people come out with some something new, 
I would always go and, and ask Malcolm what he thinks about it. And uh, several quotes that he uh, he gave me was on on the sand, on the... Uh, Green sand? Diatomaceous earth and fire ants. And uh, they got to talking about how that would wipe out the fire ants. And, and uh, so I asked Malcolm, I said, Malcolm, how did, how did you uh, how do you like diatomaceous earth and fire ants? He said, I tried it and it doesn't work. But when I put that uh, pyrethrins in there, which is an organic insecticide, uh, it works real good. So that you know, he that's yeah. cup half full. But uh, anyway, he he would always tell you the truth. I asked him about. It. I said, "What do you think about uh, what do you think about this corn meal, corn gluten meal, for weed control?" And he would always say, "It's a good fertilizer." <laughs> I said, that's okay. not the question I asked. I said, uh, what do you think of corn gluten as a weed control thing? He said, it's a good fertilizer. See, he wouldn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't say anything real definitive about it not not working under most conditions. He's the originator of compost for lawn dressing. You ever heard of the term lawn dressing? Mm-hmm. Malcolm came up with the concept and explained why it works. Uh, but it increases the water and nutrient holding capacities and assists in pest control. That's lawn dressing. And um, I said, uh, he's always been a good friend and treasured colleague in a never-ending effort to help local gardeners and homeowners have a successful growing experience. We've got complete this complete write-up and and plus a lot of a lot of video a lot of videos and uh, audio tracks that Malcolm did yeah on uh, plant plantanswers.com and uh, it's on in the uh, uh, tips uh, uh, topics for uh, for the month and he, his his name is in the very, is the very first topic. Now, like I said, Malcolm passed away last uh, last Tuesday, or this last Tuesday, and uh, there will be a uh, memorial service uh, a week from tomorrow at 10 o'clock at the uh, Old Rosenporium out there. And the way you get to there, if you, if you don't know where the Old Rosenporium was, you go. You're going out to Gardenville, the original Gardenville. You go down through that Cibolo Creek and stay to the right, veer to the right, and that'll take you right up by by that uh, Rose, old Rosen board, which is now out of business. But anyway, uh, we expect to have a good gathering over there to memorialize all the great work that uh, Malcolm did. 
And the again, the article is on PlantAnswers.com. And oh. pictures, a lot of pictures. Yeah, there were some wonderful pictures. I was looking at it as you were talking. Yeah. I uh, remember the bats. Remember going out to yeah. do that? That was fun. You were there, weren't you? I was there. when we. When Mac- well, of course Malcolm was yeah, there. We he- wouldn't have been there. Yeah, so he introduced us to that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the non-stanky. But I uh, noticed I don't have any pictures of you with the bats. <laughs> no, did you notice that? Just uh, was a reason. Yeah, there was a reason. I was happy to stay up and watch the bats from a distance. <laughs> but, yeah, the third uh, column from left to right, uh, or the farthest right column, you'll see topics of the month. And the very first topic is Malcolm Beck, uh, deceased August 2018. So go check it out. It's a good article and a nice tribute to, to the man. And it's got the uh, – I, I didn't realize that he had he'd done a – taped interview with uh, uh, basically his life story. Oh, really? With uh, Bill? Winnicky. Oh, okay. Winnicky. Okay. Uh, uh, St. Uh, Mary's. Okay. Wow, that's cool. That's on there. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah you have to click on that and then when, when, you, when it opens up, yeah. it'll, it'll show some uh, other places that you can find out, read about, or listen to Malcolm Beck. Oh, good. Okay. Well, listen, we got to say goodbye for today. Thanks uh, to, to everybody for listening. Thanks to Al for doing a great job uh, getting all the calls on the air and making us sound so good. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to everybody that came out to the blood drive today. We'll uh, educate you when there's another blood drive coming up, and we'll tell you more tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.